Welcome to Mindful in the Middle, a podcast on mindfulness, living with intention, having perspective, and learning to enjoy life exactly where you are right now. With your hosts, Yolanda and Belinda, we share our daily practices, tools, and techniques for living a life of meaning, gratitude, and purpose. Join us for this journey in living your most authentic life today. Hi, welcome to Mindful in the Middle. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Yolanda and I'm joined by our host, Belinda. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us today, Mindful in the Middle. So this is episode 14 and today we are looking at discussing life lessons. So this is obviously a point of view episode, which a lot of them are coming from myself and Belinda and things that we essentially talk about between ourselves and it's things that we are essentially want to share. So this episode today is discussing, as I just said, life lessons and look, we're, um, I'm a 41-year-old mother and I'm sure I can say I've definitely learned a lot of things along the way in my life, which I, you know, would love to say that if had I known when I was younger, definitely would have probably added or enriched my life. But, hey, um, hindsight's a great thing, isn't it? So let's get right into it, into the first life lesson that I personally, and, look, I want to say this is in no particular order either. It's just things that I sat down and had to think about really, and that's that's kind of how this all came about because I, I did um, – I actually heard something similar and I read something similar about life lessons that we wish we knew when we were younger. And I sat down and I actually thought about that, you know, what are some of the things that I wish I knew when I was younger? And I made a list and I also then asked Belinda to do the same so that we can discuss and share share this. I wonder if ours are going to be similar. Yeah, that would be interesting. Seeing as we've had some similar life experiences. I know, this is exciting because we have not seen each other's lists. So, again, I'll share mine uh, and then Belinda will share hers. So you don't want to do this, you don't have like a top one? No, no, I didn't have a top one, but I did do top, uh, I think I said let's let's look at a top five. So I've got five, but not, yeah, they're not, I think, in order of priority. They're all equally important to me when I was assessing them. Well, I think after we do this, we should rank, we should just say maybe what's our top, like if we could learn one thing what would it be sure so the top not the top sorry number one for me don't compare no one has it all so for me this is something that I really wish uh, I probably took on board uh, as I was younger and let's I don't want (laughs) to I already told you my age but but, um you know Social media wasn't as prolific as it is right now in, in today's society. Uh, and I know that this is a really big thing. I, I, you know, I hear people say it all the time, don't compare. So do you think you did this a lot, like, in our 20s? Do yeah. you think you compared? Yeah, definitely. I mean, this advice is obviously very timely for now, like, yes. and for our kids growing up. So yes. but that's um, what I mean, yeah. So social media wasn't as prolific. But even then, back in, you know, when we were 20s or 18s, I know I used to compare, especially in high school as well, and this is probably, yeah, now it's a, I think this can be carried on. It's generational. Don't compare because no one has it all. You only see 
tidbits and snippets of a person's life, whether it be on social media or whether it be somebody that you see at work, you know, walking down the corridor and you might only have a small, you know, know a small part of their life and you think, yeah, you, you know, mm. somebody might have it all together. That's not the case. Okay. So that's my number one. What's all yours? Right. So my number one, so I just want to say, interestingly, though, just to add to that, I, I don't feel like I compare, like it's not something that I feel like I do a great deal or have done in the past. So that's interesting that you've got that. That's not one of mine. So, um, <laughs> okay. My, no, I just find that really interesting. So I just, yeah. But anyway, um, my one to start with would be to take more risks in life. So I kind of consider what I was doing in my 20s and I didn't, I travelled mm-hmm. alone on my own, you know, I travelled. Very risky, and, yes. But no, but I look back at some of those opportunities and I think, gosh, I wish I had said yes to that. I wish I had said yes to that. Mm, I wish yeah, I had said sure. that. So I I was still, I did things, but I was still very um, probably conservative in some areas. I yeah. just took my time. I was cautious, which, you know, can never lead a person astray. Like being cautious is okay, but. I, t- I just, because I think, I never thought in that time, these are your only 20s. You only get them once. Like, enjoy this. You know, I, yeah. I look at that now and I think, oh, my gosh. Yes. I had all of these things, literally, like, the world was my oyster. And not that I turned down a lot of opportunities, but I just wish that I really realised that you only get to do this time once. Yeah. As you do any stage of your life. Exactly. So I just was like, I think, yeah, if I could do anything again, I don't regret anything, but I just wish maybe I. You said more yes risk. more. Yeah. I said yes. yes to more things that scared me and put me out of my comfort zone. Yes. I think that's the thing. I didn't like putting myself outside of my comfort zone too much mm. when I was like in my formative years in my 20s yes you know it was very much about feeling safe a lot of the time yes. so I just wish that I pushed myself that little bit more yep. to see where maybe that could have taken me and that actually kind of nicely works into my number two mm-hmm. which is it's okay to fail so cool. I remember having like this gripping fear <laughs> especially in my work and I have to say that's probably also part of my one about don't compare it was more about seeing people where they are in their jobs and things and I would compare myself and go why am I not there but then at the same time I remember kind of like you said not wanting to push myself out of my comfort zone because I was scared I was going to fail one but not just that but it was also and I don't know if it's a sign maybe you know we get conditioned or told about and these little things phrases and 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 words that our parents say and I'm look I'm not saying you know I'm not saying anything bad at all uh it's just things I remember I, I heard a podcast about how parents have such an influential um part of their children's lives obviously but with the words that they say that they might just be throwaway comments and mm. I remember growing up we always used you know mum always used to say security first job first and I think that really stuck with me because I I to the point where sometimes I was scared of taking chances in other roles um, because I also had a mortgage. You know, we had a mortgage quite young. I think um, I had my first house when I was 24. So, you know, I had to pay the mortgage and I was like, well, what if I do this and if I'm, you know, take this chance and what happens if I don't like the job and then what? You know, like I had all these what ifs happening. Uh, Mm. And for me it was about, well, okay, it's okay to fail because Usually you land, you'll still land on your feet. You're forced to do something. You have to make, you know, whatever it might be, you will 
come out of that because you just have to you need to make something happen so that's my second one okay so my second one is to love yourself where you are right now Mm. which um you know I feel like we spend such a great deal of our life always trying to get to that next stage of where we want to be we want to do this to improve this we want to go on this diet we want to do you know just all of this stuff and had I looked back at my 20s again and friggin was like oh my god you know we we had it all we and we were in such good places in our lives and again we are now like we are in the best shape or the best place of our lives right now so this is a bit of a self-love one like love yourself in any form where you are right now because it's probably the best you're going to be in this stage of your life you know so like enjoy it more exactly you know and that reminds me that reminds me of that time when we found, I, I think I found a photo of myself and I remember I texted you yeah. and I said, I can't believe that I actually, and I don't want to say I didn't love my body because I, I don't hate on myself. I don't talk negatively about myself, but I remember growing up, especially, you know, in younger years, there were things that I, I wish would bit different and I would work at it. But I remember seeing a photo of myself around those times and I thought to myself, oh my goodness, like, I look amazing. Yeah, like, like and, what was I? And you like, know? you remember not being one hundred percent happy. And I think that's the thing. Like, it's not about getting to that one hundred percent perfect place. It's about accepting yourself, oh. like, with your flaws right now. <laughs> and so, yes. yeah, I just wish there was more of that self love back in my twenties when I wasn't so I shouldn't have been so hard on myself. Yes, so I just don't want to be that anymore. And that kind of, again, works into my number three. Oh, okay. <laughs> so well, amazing. So number three is don't wait for perfect. Yeah. So this means don't wait for perfect timing. Don't wait for the perfect opportunity. Don't wait for the perfect role. Like I think that was it. I was always waiting for perfect. Even when I do something, you know, it has to be perfect. If you wait for perfect, a lot of times it's never going to happen. So you need to sometimes take those opportunities when they are and then make it perfect for you at that time. So. Oh, as- perfect i mean it's never going to be perfect exactly just make most of what it is exactly yes yeah because you're going to miss out on so many opportunities um my number three is and like i don't know what i was thinking when i wrote this note these notes but i always think about this concept so mm-hmm. um which is the people in like okay so the people when you're growing up the people in high school and i think this could be applied to any stage of your life but the people in high school who you think are important aren't important once you leave and by what what I mean by that is like when you're in this position no I mean like (laughs) get rid of them all (laughs) no but I I think what I'm trying to say in this and I don't know if I articulated that well is when you're in a in a place in your life where you think that this is the be all and the end all just know that this probably isn't as important as it is right now yeah and that later on in life when you get perspective you're going to realize maybe how unrealistic you're being about the situation so you know like when you're in high school it's a very like fishbowl environment it's very insular this is your entire life Mm. and I just remember it being like you would place so much emphasis on these relationships and these people Yes. yes and you know how you felt and you know if you were being bullied it was the end of the world I'm not minimizing any of those situations but I'm just now that I'm out of that, I realise, gosh, so much of that did not matter. It does not matter. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter now. It actually didn't matter the second I left school. And 
I just think that that sort of concept could be applied to so many things in life that we place a lot of emphasis on things that really don't matter. And I just wish I kind of knew that, learnt that I felt that, yeah, and told yourself that so you could. Yeah, and understood that. And, like, take that concept through to life more. Yes. Like when you're in just, you know, entrenched, you're in the trenches and things Mm. are just shit and you're like, this is the worst it's ever going to be. But it's not. Like soon Mm. this is probably going to be inconsequential. Yes. Like so I just, yeah, that's kind of what I wish I'd, I'd learnt more about. Okay, and my number four, mm-hmm. interestingly, because you mentioned school, this is what I was thinking of when I wrote this, but my number four is back yourself. Know that you have value to offer and appreciate your uniqueness. Um, mm. I actually have a school in brackets because I actually remember in high school, I suppose not wanting to show myself too much because, you, mm. like you said, like you, you are in this fishbowl environment. You get scared that people won't accept you. Mm. Um, you know, and you maybe try and mimic people around you so that, you know, and I'm not saying I was a copycat or anything like that, but I was definitely more probably insular. Um, and I remember times where maybe I didn't say what I liked or, you know, just stayed quiet because I was just like, what happens if people don't like it or, and, and the thing mm. is, who cares? Yeah. You know, who cares yeah. if people don't like it? Like if you like something, be your unique self. And I'm yep. going to tell my kids that every single day, you know, like be yep. yourself, be kind, be who you are. doesn't matter what anybody else likes. As long as if you like it, then you do that. Cause again, because those people don't matter in the end then. If they're not going to accept you for who you are, yeah, exactly. they don't matter. And, and I just see yeah. like with social media, you know, the one positive I find with social media, I'm sure there's many, but one of the positives is that mm. you do have an opportunity to see a lot more different diversity, you know, as what we probably were exposed to. And I, I, I applaud those younger kids and people who stuck by really what they believed in and, can, you know, despite maybe criticism and all that, they had the courage to do that. And that's what I want to tell my kids and that's what I wish I did a bit more of. Cool. That's a good one. Mm. Um, my number four is that I wish I kind of all my lessons in life have shown me that everything works out in the end. So, mm. um, you know, it does. And when things are happening that are going to the contrary, you probably don't feel like that. Mm. But looking back in my life on every stage where it's probably been, you know, turmoil or uncertainty, mm-hmm. um, as long as you kind of have this little faith and belief, you know, that it can work out, it does. Like everything does yeah. work out as it's supposed to in the end. It may not feel like it at the time, <laughs> but, you know, once you get out of that, and you will, you will get out of yeah. it, you know. It That's does like work out. bringing it, I think, back to my number two about, you know, failing. Like, even if you do fail, that's okay. Because as reason. long as, yeah, as yeah. long as you back yourself and as long as you do what you can, you will come out of it. Even when you don't think you can, when you look back at all those times, like you said, you, you, we have, like, you know, you do come out of it. So, yeah. mm. and my number five is little things are what matter. So, again, I guess with age you appreciate and you have that retrospect moment where, you know, in the beginning it was, it was, you know, it could be about materialistic things or maybe you have a focus on other things. Um, And I also want to say that I believe parenting also helped me with this, but really it is the little things that matter. Mm -hmm. Uh, When you break it all down and you take everything away, that's, that's all that you have left. 
gift are those memories and those opportunities and those moments um, where, like you said, when you're, I think it was your first one about accepting where you are and just being in the present, like, and appreciating those little, those little moments. Yes, I agree. Um, I think in this sort of very instant, you know, uh, everything has to be this society that we now live in where you can have everything instantly. And there's a lot of emphasis on the bigger, the better, the brighter, you know, just mm, social mm. media. I think we tend to forget that it's okay to just have these little things are really what makes life right now. Like, and they're know, the most precious, you know, they those are. Little, and yeah. there is a saying that I'm actually thinking of, but it just escaped my brain. But it's, it's along those lines where, you know, it's all those little things that get us to that journey. That is actually the whole point of this. Like yeah. it's not those big shiny every once in a while moments, you know, those huge occasions or those mm. big milestones. Yes, they're big, but it's everything in between that is, those stepping stones like yeah the everyday like the routine the the getting up in the morning and going like that is just as important without as without those those routines you wouldn't be able to build on anything else exactly because those and those we don't i think we don't appreciate those moments and and yeah you know and we don't um we don't stop to be grateful for the fact that we're doing those like that we Mm. get to get up that we get to go to work that we have a family that we're cleaning up the lawn that we have doing the dishes again yeah because yeah like these are the moments that make your life and eventually you'll get this you know milestone moment that leads up to everything but it's Mm. those moments in between that Mm. I think we need to be more appreciative of okay so my number five is oh, I don't want to really end it on this (laughs) don't worry I have a bonus one so I do have a bonus um is it's not a negative. It's not intended to be a negative, but it's oh, like. Gosh. <laughs> okay. First, you're saying forget your people. Now, what is it? <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah. These people don't matter. No, it's you can't please everyone. No, and that's I just, not even, Yeah, yeah. I just wish again that um, maybe in my twenties, this is something that I understood more about, or more along the lines of you can't be responsible for everybody's happiness Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I think sometimes in life we take on a lot of that role where we we try to be responsible for the happiness of everyone around us our loved ones our partners boyfriends girlfriends husbands whatever um obviously I think kids are a bit of a different equation because you're you're responsible for your kids but I'm talking about adults like grown adults like I I don't think it's fair for a person to try and take on all of that responsibility. And ultimately when it comes down to it, and this is not being selfish, you have to be responsible for your own happiness and what's important. And if people don't come along for that ride, if people can't see that you're trying to take care of you, then I think then, you know, that that's, it's not your responsibility is basically what I'm saying. They have to also want that. You know, they have to yeah. want that. They have People have to want to be happy. And if people can't be happy, that's not your responsibility. And so I just kind of wish, you know, you can't please everyone in every situation all the time, whether that be work, personal life, love life, family life. You know, ultimately you've got to be comfortable in who you are, what you're doing, and you've got to be happy. And, you know, that's what's important. Don't okay. sacrifice yourself. So okay. it's about self-love again. Yes. Okay, and yes. my bonus kind of is a bit um, 
this was one that I threw in there because I was, I guess, reflecting on, you know, my, how I was feeling and also what, what was important to me. Anyway, so my bonus kind of reflection and life lesson is don't use emotions as your benchmark. So as an example, don't use happiness as the benchmark of how you should be feeling essentially mm. because then you, when you're in the, I guess, when you're not feeling that way, you might then get negative and think, oh, gosh, I'm not happy. Whereas for me it's about using my values as the benchmark. So I guess it's also honouring we don't always, it's okay to not always feel happy. Um, it's a difference when maybe if it's a pre-long, you know, for a prolonged time, that's that's completely different. What I'm saying is if it's more about in your day-to-days, you know, we go through a range of emotions. And when we, I personally feel when I, you know, benchmark happiness as the goal or where I should be, well then naturally when I'm not there, I'm going to have a negative effect, like connotation to that, which it shouldn't be. You know, we we go through all of these emotions. We should be feeling a range and a spectrum of emotions. Why is happiness held on a pedestal when maybe when we feel down or low, you know, obviously that's low, that's bad. Well, is it? Because maybe that's telling you you need something. Maybe you need time to reflect. Maybe you need time to yourself. You know, that's the gauge telling you that. And so, again, it's don't use your, bench, your emotions as a benchmark. Sure, honour them, acknowledge them, but make sure you've got something more stable such as your values to guide you and show you that you're going to your true north. I love that one. That's such a good one. That is so true. Yeah. It's kind of, isn't it? Um, and we've talked about this before about how we say we just want to be happy. And it's like, yeah. what does that mean? What is happiness? Like, that's so, to me, sometimes unattainable. So yeah, I and then do when, think yeah, that like, that's awesome. Like be true to yourself in your values and just understand that whatever you're feeling is temporary, like everything, happiness, Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Emotions um, are temporary. So just, yeah, acknowledge it and just be true to yourself. That's such a good one. I like that. Yes, thank you. Well, on. that is the wrap-up. So essentially we've just shared with you uh, some of our life lessons, you know, had, you know, what we, what we wish we could tell our younger selves essentially. Yeah. And perhaps as an activity, that's something that you all can do as well, taking a look at, you know. Yeah, write down really... your top five mm. and, um, yeah, or not top five, not in any order, just five that are most important to you. Um, but we're going to wrap this up. The reason why is I can hear family coming home and. I can hear the ice cream truck. Pod- I know. We're in the podcast. <laughs> so, all right. Um, well, I'll it's... have to try and cut that out. So, yeah. <laughs> let's wrap this one up thanks everyone for joining us it's been a pleasure we'll catch you on the next uh, mindful in the middle okay bye for now see you later bye